0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: RC, you see that dad hat on there? That was pretty good. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into First Take. Yeah, that be clean. <laughs> right? Thank you for being with us. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, leftovers, In time with your First Take fam. Dan Arlovsky, good to see you. How was good the morning. holiday? Ryan holiday Clark. Was good.
2: Thanksgiving was great. RC's jacket, I, I can't get enough of it. Yep. Um... It was great. I didn't eat a lot of turkey. I didn't eat a lot of Thanksgiving food, to be honest with really? you.
3: Really? Yeah. I went like macaroni and cheese and Caesar salad. Okay. okay. Well, uh, you know, that was. Oh, my God. That's Dan That's Dan My day was wonderful. I
1: ate everything.
3: I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did, Molly. I mean, my day was absolutely everything. wonderful. By the way, guys, how do you feel? Uh, just what? as an aside, how do you feel
1: today? I just, feel okay. It's one cheat day and then you sweat it out later. It's all good. You gotta live. <laughs> RC, how was your holiday?
3: R-C. holiday was amazing. I
4: mean, you know, I live a Louisiana holiday, so we start off with gumbo. You have all the sides. I actually, but to, you know, Thanksgiving is about family. I actually spent Thanksgiving with Antonio Pierce and his family. And so it was cool to catch up with, with Tad and just talk about all the things that are going on. And so, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. That's the first. That's who I actually sent, spent my first Thanksgiving with
3: when I was with Washington. So it was pretty cool. Wow. Hey, by the that. way, and by he's the
2: doing very great cool. things.
3: and he's going to do. It. I'm, room, I'm real for Antonio Perez. Yeah. no question about that. By the way, guys, this What's your is not issue? mine. Yeah. Yeah. This is Molly's.
1: Yeah, I drink two of those look, a day. Look, look at what little, Molly gets. With a little
3: sea case. salt and lemon. Is, uh, 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 I'm about with, to fly cross-country, Stephen. With her lunch pail. Yo, you're so one of the
2: weirdest Why,
1: Why am I weird? I'm, I I just told you all the food I ate. You know, you get puffed all the salt. Why can't you just say I
2: drink water? Sea salt and lemon? It can't be red
1: No, I make it alkaline. Go ahead, R.C. Go ahead, R.C.
2: Hey,
4: leave her alone.
1: Thank you. Right.
4: Like, like Dan, you just talked about eating macaroni and sea Stephen, a, you just, you just finally lost weight because she wants to take care of herself. Let her take yeah. care of herself. And Dan, exactly. how can you call anybody's food choices or decisions as it comes to health? Weird. Bro, you don't put seasoning on nothing. You think every pie is disgusting? So if she wants to put lemon or rosemary about you. or whatever the hell she wants to in the water, allow her to.
3: We have to move on. We're not going to be bullied by RC this morning. RC. I, felt Thank was, Ryan. Not, I felt that was not. But I will say sure this. But I will actually. say this. I didn't know that about it. you and some of your weirds. We'll talk about that later. We got some. He up, can't we pie stuff, Yeah. It, something's wrong with you? Let's move on. Let's move All on.
1: Right. <laughs> Speaking of the home cooking, fellas, it's working for the Cowboys as they extend their home win streak to 13 games best in the NFL. Dak Prescott threw four TDs as the Cowboys crushed the Commanders 45-10 to and put up 25 points in the fourth quarter. Jerry Jones feeling pretty good about his team's Super Bowl chances. Take a listen to this.
3: There's uh, four or five others, at least, that can win one, that can win it too, that are sitting there that some of them we got to play and some of them will go by uh, to get one. Uh, but this team's certainly capable of winning the whole thing.
1: All right, Stephen A., how impressive, I mean, guys, the Cowboys. Listen, I wish, I wish I was a Cowboys fan so I could root for Dak as my quarterback. Honestly, Stephen A., I mean, they're just out here destroying folks, putting on a show. How impressed are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you, First of all, my Thanksgiving was it?
3: absolutely wonderful. You know what I'm saying? I was spending time with the family. I'm good. I had an absolutely marvelous time. Ate well, but now it's time to get back on my grind in that gym and exercise. You know what I'm saying? I might even come down to Louisiana and let RC train me a Go and get bit, some. Just to show. I'm, 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 I'm coming down to win the bet. So I might have to come down there and go through a training session with RC. But here's the deal. Staying on track here. Can we please start wasting America's time with these with this ridiculous subject of the Cowboys? Five of their victories have come against teams in last place. The average winning percentage of the teams they beat is over 29 percent, 29.7 percent to be exact. The Dallas Cowboys now have the number one scoring offense in the NFL at thirty one point five points per game. OK. And last. Wait a my, second. I, I saw a I real saw, cute I saw, baby. I, I, I saw a real cute baby myself. I want to distract. The, uh, who's, that? who's that? Who's that? RC? Who's that? RC? This is Juni.
4: This is Juni. This is my little niece. Oh, it's we're, up. It's me. we're up the day after Thanksgiving,
3: man. All right, all right. You know, How I love her just show, just show her Stephen A. He can, so she can smile. You know why, see, right? Because Stevie A. <laughs> love the kids. He sure does. Love the kids. He <laughs> sure does. He sure does. No question about it. Look at her beautiful self. Go the ahead. The Cowboys played her yesterday. Go ahead. <laughs> now, I want you to get her off the screen. I don't need her to hear what I'm going to say about okay. the Cowboys. Her ears don't need to hear that, okay? So let's, let's, let's hide her from this right now. We don't want her in earshot of this. The Dallas Cowboys right now this season, they have won five home games that I talked about by a combined score of 205 to 60. You know, it's like if if you are going if you are six feet tall. And you a, and and there's a whole bunch of small <laughs> folks around you. You are know what I'm saying? You gonna look like a giant. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, what, what uh, the hell are we talking about here? Can we stop? It's the day after Thanksgiving. I'm looking at their five games coming up, and we'll see what they're made of because I'm looking at it right now, okay? And let's pay attention. They got a home game against Seattle. They got a home game against the Philadelphia Eagles. They're on the road back-to-back weeks against Buffalo and Miami, and then they got a home game against Detroit. Now, five games from now, we're having this same conversation. I throw my hands up. I acknowledge what I acknowledge and I'm giving them their respect and it's cool. But right now, all you're doing is stomping on people who are insignificant. And just as an aside before y'all move on, we're not going to talk about the Washington commanders because they were a waste of our time, okay? We know that Magic Johnson and Josh Harris is going to make changes. The only shot in my estimation after what I've seen from Washington the last few weeks of Eric Bieniemy getting a job, a head coaching job, is for Ron Rivera to be fired today and Eric Bieniemy be handed the reins yeah. for the last five games or so for the regular season to see what he can do. And then you make a decision in the offseason about where you're going. That's, the, to me, that is the only shot that Eric Bieniemy has of being the head coach. True. Outside of that, nothing. That's all I want to say. Dallas Cowboys, I don't want to hear this stuff about impressive. You're playing against nobodies. Five last place teams. That's it. D-
2: Dallas, Dallas, and, Dallas is the hottest team in the NFL. Dak's the hottest quarterback in the NFL. But we don't know anything different about them than we did in September. We, I'll say this. They're the nope. third best team in the <laughs> NFC, behind San Francisco and Philly. But, Stephen A., to your point, I, I kind of said this this morning. If we were looking at Dallas through the prism of the college football playoff, we would be having this conversation or argument of resume versus eye test. Their resume stinks. It does. They have, they, to Stephen A.'s point, they played nobody. There's three teams in the NFL, three in the NFL, that have not beaten a team with a 500 record or better. The Giants, the Bears, and the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, San Francisco and Philly have four wins each. We, so like, we could sit here and say, man, they're, they're playing good football and they are that third best team in the NFC. And I think the difference for me when it comes to, you know, like how impressed I am with Dak Prescott in comparison to everybody else is his legs and his eyes are definitely different this year. Ever since, like, the injury, we haven't seen Dak leave the pocket. Examples are here. Leave the pocket and try to remain a passer. And the, his ability to continue to do that this year is different. Leave the pocket. there. Now, this is a really good clip. You know, he, he suddenly leaves the right side of the pocket. He doesn't try to run here. He's just trying to get away from bad stuff. Gets a little bit of a lucky bounce there. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you get unlucky. These next two are the best of the game. He's going to leave the front side of the left side of that pocket. High state on field. That's a 23-yard game. They don't create explosive plays like this in the NFL unless you're using play-action pass or one-on-one go routes. Third and 11, move the pocket. This one, the the game's still a game here. They're up by 10 with, what, two minutes to go in the third quarter, and he finds another 20-plus yard gain. So that's like the biggest thing for me with Dak is how much he's used his eyes to create big plays. But this team has beaten nobody. The last three weeks, their three wins against the 28th-ranked defense, the 31st-ranked defense, and the 32nd-ranked defense. So, yes, really good done it versus nobody.
4: Yeah, the other piece of it is this, I said in, you know, in my culture, spades are a big thing that you do at family gatherings. I said yesterday going into those games, the NFC's, NFC, you know, Super Bowl contenders were like a spades game. Three in the possible, right? You knew it was Philadelphia, you knew it was San Francisco, you put Dallas in that conversation and possibly Detroit right. based on what Jared Goff can do and what the defense can do. It seems that Detroit is moving in the wrong direction even right. though they found a way to come back and beat the Chicago Bears last week. And so now looking at this team, who do you believe in more? You believe in Jalen Hurts in the big moments. You believe in the Philadelphia Eagles in big-time games against good football teams. The San Francisco 49ers, win. whole, have never lost a game. With Brock Purdy, with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Trent Williams, if they're whole, they do not lose. And that's not hyperbole. That's the actual resume. That's the truth. When all of those dudes are together, they leave the field with wins. Now, when we look at the Dallas Cowboys, and I just think the way that Dan... Put this right, the way that Dan set it up is such a relevant way to look at it. You look at these teams, which team has the worst win of the top teams? I mean, the worst loss of the top teams in the NFC. You're going to go to the Dallas Cowboys with the Arizona Cardinals, or you say maybe the New York Jets with the way they played against the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Dallas Cowboys in that. Now, when you go to the team with the best wins, the Dallas Cowboys aren't even in the conversation, but the eye test, right? When they're playing the Vanderbilts, when they're playing the Rutgers when they're playing all of these teams that aren't very good in the power five. Yeah, they blow those teams out. They beat those teams like top 10 teams are supposed to. What you can take from this is Dak Prescott is playing the best football we've ever seen him play in his career. Dak Prescott is throwing the football more confidently than I've ever seen him. Some of those footballs he threw down the seam yesterday, those are Patrick Mahomes type throws. Those are Josh Allen type throws. Those are Joe Burrow type throws. We're seeing Seeing him play football at that sort of elite level right now. So, what happens when it's time to execute against the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers down the stretch? Because let's be real, it isn't that those two teams have been so much better than the Dallas Cowboys that they couldn't compete. You go to the wild card game two years ago in the playoffs. They should have they had an opportunity to win that game. You don't execute with 14 seconds left. You go to the divisional round last year. You have an opportunity to win that game. You don't execute in situational football moments. So we know that the Dallas Cowboys will be in the game. Can well, Mike McCarthy
3: and Dak Prescott put it together when it matters most? Okay. Now, see, this is where y'all lose me because, see, I'm I'm talking to football. If it says, stay with me. First of all, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm simply annoyed by it because there's a lot that you leave out in making your point. I know that I'm talking to football aficionados here. So I expect to be taught properly. This is the student having a problem with the damn teacher. Right. What What do you got? We got a Dak Prescott that has thrown for 300 plus yards in four of the last five games. Yes sir. Well, let me give you those last five games. Uh we got <laughs> the Rams, the Eagles, the Giants, the Panthers, and the Commanders. Yeah. We can't ignore that. I'm looking at yesterday, Dak Damn. Prescott. That Dak Prescott a season was pressured on a season low 12% of his dropbacks yesterday. Yeah. 12%. They didn't sack him once, and in that entire 60 minutes of action, they got two quarterback hits. Two. Yeah. Two. I mean, look, man. The brother <laughs> I'm is, with look, you, Stephen. I understand that. What I'm saying is the brother is sitting back. Taking pictures, ordering Uber Eats, calling his honey, yo, I'll be <laughs> home later. Where you want to go out for dinner? Why he's standing in the pocket looking at receivers? Because Boy, he's got all day to do it. I'm just saying, we just we just gonna point to the numbers and we're not gonna highlight that this brother is sitting back there taking pictures and chilling hey. and, and calling Jerry Jones, ordering hot dogs and stuff before he throw a damn You know, you know what the I record mean, is?
2: That does have something to do with this. I, I, I'm no, you're That's not, what I'm saying. That the 28th, 31st, and 32nd-rate defense in the last week, they not, they're not going to see that in the playoffs. I'm with you. Okay. This is, what I, like, this is the way I'm I look saying. at it. This is the way I look at it. I know Philadelphia is really good. I know that. Okay. I know yeah. San Francisco is really good. Right. I think Dallas is. I don't have any evidence that yeah. Dallas is yeah. really I good. I think Dallas is good. Right, But I, I know Philly and San Francisco are because of the I, way. But I know Dallas is good. Right. I just don't know if they're great. That's where I, I don't know. I I, I don't. I, we have no evidence to say that they are. They they have eight wins. Those combined eight wins. I think the total has like twenty-two wins. Okay. So their
1: team. So who do have you like, need to see them beat? They've got Seattle. They've got the Eagles, Bills, Dolphins. How about just win Lions, three two. and two, then Commanders? how, about how do, do you need them to finish out?
2: I well, I think that the division will probably come down to that Philly game in Dallas. Yep. I have said this. I do not believe that that Dallas Cowboys team can beat Philly or San Francisco when it matters the most. Because both of those teams take out the most important person on that team. That's Micah Parsons. Okay. They take him out. Yes, that's I the think hard that's part. that's the difference between those two teams yep. schematically
3: and Dallas. And I'm just saying, RC, yep. before I come back to you, it's like the pressure matters because we've seen – what happens when you've applied pressure to right. Dak from time to time? Not all the time, right. but some of those times. I expect the yeah. Eagles to be able to apply yeah. some pressure. I expect the San Francisco 49ers to be able to apply some pressure. Yeah. You, Detroit you, always it. disappointed me, but I expect the I Go ahead, yeah. RC. Go ahead,
4: when we look at when we look at Dak Prescott though especially since that San Francisco game some of that pressure has been alleviated about, about, by his willingness to move outside of the yeah. pocket by his willingness to create with his legs and so I'm not necessarily concerned with the pressure as so much I am with the execution and we also have to give the Philadelphia Eagles and San Francisco 49ers credit for the way they take out some of the things the Dallas Cowboys do best by scheme or yeah. the way that they can alleviate that with with their roster as well and the last thing is this steven a if that prescott has enough time to order uber eats from the pocket, he don't have to ask his girl where they going to eat because he's bringing the food home.
3: Yeah. I was, good giving, op- yeah. so I don't, I was giving an option. A good I was given an option. I wasn't saying both. Wow. I was saying look at one or the other. Our, that's right he's absolutely right. No 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 no, no. That's something, no, 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 no. That's something, no, no, that, that, that's something I would do. do. I'm very proud of my I brother. I'm brother. very proud of my brother. That's something I would do. That's <laughs> right. But I was talking either or. That's what I was saying. Not both. Speaking of paying attention to detail. Yes. What about it? Wait a it's Friday. It's Thanksgiving. Did you see my outfit yesterday? It's pretty fly. Yeah. Pretty fly man. You, look you look like Count Dracula. Like Count Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Common got on the RC. Common, yeah. Common got on the RC. Common got on me about that. Listen. But the outfit was fly. <laughs> yeah. He knew that.
1: Yeah, But yes, that. yesterday you and I were on different shows. I had on a Thanksgiving Day dress and he had yeah, a tracksuit. Well, we always you know
3: different. Is. I would hope so. You know okay. what I'm saying? yeah, down on a
1: tracksuit? Yeah, down a tracksuit, so. and I was ready for was a holiday. Some of us were ready for a holiday. Some of us I was were racing the
3: commerce to you Eat. Know. You know what I'm saying? She was trying to dress and put on fashion show on You probably showed up going. late if you were real. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. All right. I Was there on time?
1: The Niners. I was there on time? how they look last night? They look good against the Seahawks. Bobby, that throw is so good. 31-13, right, to secure their 10-straight divisional win, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. Brock Purdy, solid, 21-30 TD, a pick. The 49ers are now 8-3. S.A., I'll start with you. Is Brock Purdy the best quarterback in the NFC?
3: <sighs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that, because when they were on that three-game losing streak, we weren't saying that about him then. Obviously, when you see him perform with Trent Williams, and Trent, Trent Williams was a monster yesterday. I mean, just, just shoving every people, day. just Ooh, throwing people day. all over the damn place. i like, Lord have mercy. This brother's something else, okay? So you saw that going on. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey ran for two scores and 114 yards. You see that going on. Obviously, Debo Samuels had a touchdown. You see that going on. So when you have your pieces in place, Brock Purdy certainly can. You can make the argument that he looks like the best quarterback in the conference. Whew. But I can't ignore how he looked when Debo was out. And because of mm-hmm. that, I simply can't say that at this moment in time. Could he be? Will we end up saying that about him when the season is over? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Possibly likely. Because I think they come I in. Think, I think San Francisco's going to win the chip. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. I think they can win the chip. But to give Brock Purdy that right now. No, not after what we saw those three weeks. The best quarterback in the NFC is in Philadelphia.
2: His name is Jalen Hurts. No. The second best quarterback in the NFC is in San Francisco. His name is Brock Purdy. And the third best quarterback in the NFC is Dak Prescott, and he's in Dallas. Jalen Hurts is averaging two and a half touchdowns a game. I mean, he's, we were, we're getting to a point with Jalen because now there was some turnovers early on in the season. <laughs> like that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fair. We're getting to a point where we're just, just pretending he's not great. And, and we can't allow that to happen. We've done it to Patrick Mahomes. We've done it to Josh Allen. The, the clutch plays last week were very real. And so, like we, that that's the best guy in the division or in the conference right now. And, and the way that he is playing and starting to surge, I don't care about the left knee. I did like three weeks ago. I don't care about it right now. It's not far to Brock Purdy, though. This is not a. This is not a. Jalen Hurts is by himself, and then oh my goodness, Brock Purdy is, 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 is. Brock Purdy has changed this offense in San Francisco. There's quarterback QBR wise. He, I think he leads the NFL. He's playing at an unbelievable level, and that offense is the hardest offense in the NFL to stop. San Francisco has the hardest offense in the NFL to stop. And then I put Dak Prescott at third. But Jalen Hurts, I have to give him his credit, is the best quarterback in the conference.
3: Purdy leads the NFL in completion percentage and yards per attempt. And he's changed that offense, Stephen A. He's changed it. Go ahead, RC.
4: Yeah, I think think this is a difficult conversation because I believe we can all be honest, even with what Brock Purdy has accomplished over the last year or so, that if we had to draft quarterbacks, we wouldn't be clamoring for Brock Purdy at number one. But when we look at what they do within the schemes that they play for with the skill sets of the people provided around them, that's where Brock Purdy comes into the conversation. That's when Brock Purdy executing Kyle Shanahan's offense at a level we've never seen it executed Comes into the conversation. That's when we look at his accuracy, look at his anticipation, his toughness, his leadership, and all of those different things. And you say, yeah, you take Jalen Hurts one with the way that he's played and with some of the things he can do above the X's and O's. And I think for me next, with the way that they're playing now, it's Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy together. I think Brock Purdy has found a way to make Brandon Ayuk better. He's found a way to make Debo Samuel. Better Because of Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey does have the leeway to move around and be positionless, but also have that run game be as efficient and effective as it is. Because, you know, you just can't stack the box with eight against this team because they've gone 21 personnel. Because now they get into different formation and then they use these people in different positions. And Brock Purdy executes that better than anyone in the NFL executes their singular offense. And yeah. so I think when you look at this team and then look at this team whole. It's hard to discuss and hard to not say that they aren't the best team in the NFC. Together, right? They're five best players offensively. They've never lost a game. And that's not just saying that to be like, oh, we, we don't think these guys can lose. No, it's legitimate. Literally, they've never lost a game together. And so they have to have the ultimate confidence going down the stretch that if their roster is healthy, no one in the world can beat them. And when you watch them play last night and pick apart
3: the C- the Seattle Seahawks, both defensively and offensively, it's hard to not believe that as well. Yeah. When they go on the road, they take their show on the road. It does not phase them at all. There's no such thing as hostile mm-hmm. territory because they know they got a defense that, that can keep the crowd quiet. Their last three victories, Jacksonville, Tampa, Seattle, Battle, that's nothing to sneeze at, particularly yeah. the fashion yeah. they handled, but all three of them. So we got to look at that level of dominance. I'm just not sure I would throw Dak Prescott into the equation when you consider the level of competition he's going to get.
2: No, that's fair. I think the interesting thing when we look at three, these three guys is Dak and Purdy, if we're being fair and honest, are in a little bit of the same group. When they get into, like, my team has the lead and it's just this suffocating style of football – they play from a level of comfort, and they play at a high level when they do it. Yeah, we don't have a lot of evidence of Dak and Brock Purdy like, having to say, hey, it's fourth quarter. We're down 21-17. Yeah. We, we have that with Jalen. And I think that gives – like Dak has four touchdowns yeah. and four interceptions when trailing this year. Not like – that's yep. very average, right? I think we have a little bit more evidence that when game is on the line, Monday night football,
3: last week – Who do you want the ball in their hands? 26-2 over the last 28
1: starts. Yeah. he's All right. Buffalo's at Philly Sunday at 4.30. Eagles favored by three. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles
0: Second and ten. There it is! This is history! If
3: Bland can take it the distance, this will be the record! Bland for the fifth time has a pick six! It's never happened in the history of the NFL!
1: All right, quick takes, let's get it! Daron Bland made history with his fifth pick six yesterday. The most in a single season in NFL history RC we know how difficult this is. How impressed were you?
4: Oh, I'm extremely impressed. You know, my friend, one of my best friends in the world is the secondary coach in Dallas. And he said that they'd be all right because of Deron Bland. If you look at what he was able to do last year, playing the slot for Jordan Lewis, even moving outside, he showed a level of skill. He showed an ability to get the ball. But to have five pick sixes in one year, to break a record that has stood for so long, and to do it in so many different ways, in so many different parts of the field, Deron Bland's an absolute superstar. And I think that we are irresponsible in doing our jobs if we're not talking about him for defensive player of the year. When you look at guys like bob sanders charles woodson ed reed troy palomalo and you compare some of those years to what deron bland is having he absolutely blows those out of the water i know it's all about the rushers in today's game but deron bland has shown that he's one of the top defensive players in
3: the entire league and trayvon diggs though a superstar has not been missed because of the level of this young man's play I'm not going to get into names because I don't want to leave anybody out. And, R.C., I'm not disagreeing with anything you say. I applaud you bringing that up. I just want to take a moment without mentioning their names. I'll do it at a later date. When I was at the Philadelphia Eagles-Dallas Cowboys game in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, I met the strength and conditioning staff of the Dallas Cowboys. All of them are brothers. I know who you met. All of them are brothers. Yep. Salute to all of them. You understand what I'm saying? It it, it touched my heart as a black man to see their entire strength and conditioning staff, to be a bunch of brothers out there getting these brothers in tip top condition and whatever. You don't see that very often in the world of professional sports, if ever. I want to take a moment to say that. That's all I cared about at this moment.
1: The surprise of the turkey day was the Lions falling to the Packers in Detroit. Jared Goff lost three fumbles for the first time in his career, including two in the first quarter. He also had three turnovers last week against the Bears. Dan Campbell not going into panic mode.
4: The easy thing is to get in panic mode, and I know, you know, what it looks like. And it wasn't good enough out there, but I'm not panicked. Um, We got the right guys here. We know how to play. Uh, we got to clean some things up, and we'll have six to go when we get back. And the fight's on, man.
1: Dan, tell me this. You feel like this was just a bad game, or is this a bad sign? It's a bad
2: sign. Really? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so first of all, Detroit's – the thing that has made Detroit, who have they been over the last almost 20 games, is their offensive line is physically dominated games. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time this year their offensive line got dominated. Green Bay's defensive line got after Detroit's offensive line. So that has to be a little bit concerning for Detroit. Number two, second straight game, Jared Goff has played poorly. Now, led him to a great Mm -hmm. comeback against Chicago, but he's played poorly. And so not getting protected. He's being careless with the football. He's not a guy that can hang on to the ball and try to go do things with it and go athletically be creative. That's not who he is. And he's lost that a little bit. The third thing is this. This defensive line cannot make a play when they have to. Yep. Outside of Aiden Hutchinson, RC, you know it. Like it, when, when this team's got to play a Dallas or a San Fran or a Philly, they need to go get third and six. We need to lock down somebody and go get the quarterback. They can't. I don't believe that they can. And their defense has gotten worse, and Jared Goff is starting to play poorly, and their offensive line got beat up. So this is two straight weeks of that happening. That's a bad sign for still is a good football
3: team. Go ahead, RC.
4: Yeah, this 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 is a good football team, but you have to start to wonder when you listen to Dan Campbell, who isn't pressing the panic button, who understands that these final six truly matter, you have to start to wonder when people in Detroit, people around that building, or even the players go... Are we really even as good as we were playing? Is Jared Goff the quarterback we've seen the last two weeks or was he the quarterback we've seen over the last year? Can this defense find ways to get stops? If if we're not getting pressure, can Jerry Jacobs and Cam Sutton lock up? Can Tracy Walker Jr. and Kirby Joseph, Brian Branch, can those guys make plays? Can we watch Alex Azzelone play at this high level that he was playing at early on in the season? What can Aaron Glenn do to get stops defensively? Because Jordan Love... Right, Jordan Love looked just like his two predecessors yeah. on Thanksgiving. The way that we watched Brett Favre play in his first game, good. the way that we watched Aaron yeah. Rodgers play in his first Thanksgiving game. Jordan Love looked just like that. He looked confident. He looked comfortable in the pocket. He made plays the entire day. And there was nothing the Detroit Lions did to stop that. And Jared Goff, who has played extremely well, Dan told you exactly why. This offensive line has been dominant. Yes, Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary absolutely wrecked this offensive line, which made Jared Goff speed his game up. It made Jared Goff get out of character. And when he gets out of character, he isn't the player that we've seen since he's been in Detroit. And so to me, this is a bad sign. To me, this is something you have to worry about. Because if it weren't for the last four minutes and 15 seconds of last week, this team will have lost two division games at home in a row. And if Jimmy G wasn't throwing the ball out of the stadium late in the game when Devontae Adams was getting open deep, we could be having a different conversation about that game as well.
3: Well, let's go, let's go to a couple of things. Let's go to the numbers game first. When we're talking about the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff, 12 quarterback hurries, three sacks, 27 yeah. pressures. Let's not forget Kenny Clark and what he was doing. Rashawn Gary with his three sacks, yes. like you pointed out, R.C., oh, so we got to bring that up, okay? So you're getting pressure on Jared Goff. Jared Goff got six turnovers in two games. Yeah. You're right. Lost all three mm-hmm. fumbles yesterday. That's not good. That's the Jared Goff that got pushed out of Los Angeles. That's the Jared Goff that the Mm -hmm. Los Angeles Rams Mm -hmm. can't win with, which is why we got to go and get Matthew Stafford and send him someplace else, because we ain't going to capture that Super Bowl championship with this brother at the quarterback spot. That's the Jared Goff that we've seen over the last two weeks, instead of a guy that was a viable MVP candidate because of the way they were playing prior to these last two weeks. So we got to take that into consideration as well. Lions, three turnovers yesterday against none for the Packers, one and five on fourth downs. We got to bring that into consideration as well. Well, and then when I look at it and I'm saying to myself, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery. They were running the football effectively. Why didn't you give them the ball a little bit more? It would have been nice to see them doing something like that. And on the flip side, I'm looking at Jordan Love. Jordan Love looked pretty damn good yesterday. Yes, he did. It's a a tale of it. It's been three three different seasons for him. First part of the season, first two games, seven touchdowns, one interceptions. First three games rather, two and one record. Next four games, four DD passes, seven interceptions, 0 and four record. Over the last four games, eight touchdowns, just two interceptions okay three and one record so we're seeing him up and down up and down up and down but the way he's flinging that football how composed he looked the sidearm throws that he was doing he did look a lit aaron rodgers ish okay certainly not there yet we're not saying that but he showed potential yesterday it showed why you had the green bay packers saying yo Let's get a brother a chance. So I say the answer to this question would be both bad game and a bad sign. Bad sign because we don't like what we see from Detroit. This is a, not only did you wet the bed yesterday on Thanksgiving. Okay, you showed up in Baltimore weeks ago. You wet the bed then. The defense game, has not played big, well since and, and Baltimore. And Hudson's the only dude that can apply. Has not a pressure whatsoever. So I'm looking at them on the defensive side of the ball. The defensive side of the ball is starting to resemble what they looked like last year to yeah. some degree. I'm looking at it mm-hmm. from that perspective, and I'm saying bad game. And a bad sign,
1: yeah, you're right, he's getting pressured a lot who uh
2: Jared Jared yeah, and I think you know, just to kind of button the Detroit conversation is Jared is not, and I love Jared, but he's not a quarterback that you can live with a takeaway or, or turnover or two because the splash plays will, will overshadow them, overshadow yes. them. You know, yeah. like,
1: like you would normally say of a Josh Allen kind of thing. The,
2: the name that I was just going to exactly. say. Sometimes yeah. you go, Josh, what are you doing? But, oh, you threw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. So, like, that's got to get fixed. <laughs> right. And I, I also think this, like, <laughs> right. Stephen A., to your point with Green Bay, if Green Bay yeah. continues to play that league, like, I, I said this before, how many other teams are doing this and quarterbacks are doing this right now? Like they are one of those handful of teams that are doing this comparison to who they were. If he continues to play that way and they continue to play that way, they're going to get into the playoffs. And their defense is starting to play better. They found their identity on offense. That matters. And you're watching this young man mechanically get better. When his mechanics are good, the talent starts to show up. Show up. So I think like this is this is the big takeaway for me is how heavy play-action they are. And we talk about play-action of football all the time. The reason the Packers are doing it is because it's keeping him protected. Look at these pockets that he's getting. Yep. That's one of those sidearm throws that Stephen A. is talking about. A lot of teams do play-action for a bunch of different reasons. When they have their two tight ends on the field, under center, look, look at this. Stephen A. is going to get completions in this. He's six, seven yards from the nearest defender. Easy hitch, hitch, hitch. Found a check down that goes for 12 yards. And then some of these explosive pass plays. It's the same formation. It's the same action. But to play action to allow this young man to be protected, then his mechanics don't have to necessarily be flawless. Right. This throw over this linebacker is a pearl. If Aaron was making that throw, we would love it. What? So I think that's their identity.
3: Uh, you know, in the interest of full disclosure to the American public, breaking news, it might shock you. I don't know if I would have been able to make that throw. I don't know if I would have been able to make that throw. I don't know if I have been able to make that throw. It's shocking. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's shocking. shocking. I, I, I saw sure. him on the mound. I know it's shocking. I, I know it's shocking. I don't think I'd make that throw. I don't think I'd make that throw. I'll see. Did you see him on the mound?
2: Maybe he would one-hop it. You don't.
3: Crickets. You do not. Crickets. Crickets. What about Roussel?
2: Crickets. What about Roussel? Hey,
4: hey, I told you, man, I'm not Roussel anymore, bro. I'm with that C.J. Stroud is my first name now, man. Oh, Listen, you think, but you look at, you look at this team and, and the way that the Green Bay Packers are playing and starting yeah. to ascend. And then you look at the landscape of not only the NFC North, but you look at the landscape of the NFC. They are one of the few teams that when you look at their quarterback play, it's getting better. You think about what they had to do defensively. And I said this, Jonathan Owens told y'all yesterday, y'all going to stop calling me Simone Biles' husband. But that is where this team is now from a roster standpoint on the back end. There was no Jair Alexander. They traded Razul Douglas, who was the other starting corner, to the Buffalo Bills. And so it seemed like to me at one point, this was the team that was mailing it in, that they had decided that Jordan Love couldn't do it over that four-game stretch. But you look at the way he's playing with this young, talented group of skilled players on the outside. Matt LaFleur, to me, called one of the best games I've ever seen him play. That's where I was going, RC. He was absolutely.
3: Absolutely, that's
4: what I wanted to ask y'all.
3: How is is Matt Lafleur doing this year? In y'all estimation, bro, Matt Lafleur is changing. Right? Matt LaFleur looks
4: like a guy that had Michael Jordan, then Michael Jordan went to play baseball, and they had to figure out how Tony coach was going to close games. That's exactly what he's doing now. He's stepping into the era of coaching Jordan Love and not coaching Aaron Rodgers. He's stepping into, how do I protect him? How do I give him throws that line up best with his skill set? How do I build confidence with him? And you think about yesterday, there was no Aaron Jones, yeah. right? And so you're running play action passes without having your number one rusher and so I think when I looked at this team yesterday I was more confident that they could compete down the stretch and continue to get better than I was when I was watching the Detroit Lions the Detroit Lions to me right now are a team that has peaked a team that has flatlined a team that has shown you this is the best we could be the Green Bay Packers are more than that and they could find themselves in the wild card hunt and in the wild card position when we
3: move into January I'm not willing to go that far but I will say this I always go. I always get on Matt LeFleur, Okay, you know it. You know that. Yeah. But the bottom line is, I think he's done a hell of a job over the last few weeks, and he's showing himself to be a worthy head coach yeah. in the National Football League with some of the adjustments he's willing to make. So he deserves a lot of credit. And as an aside, we don't know the name. We ain't gonna show the face. But whoever that damn person was working so on the, the field, the in how the, how the hell are you, my, my man? You have an obligation to know who the hell the coach is for the yeah. opposition. I mean. To try to stop Matt Lafleur from going into the tunnel. I mean, that is just utterly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little hey. bit disappointed <laughs> in the <laughs>
2: halftime show as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, sorry. Hey. I, I, I hear what you. Know. Why they
2: gave my boy
4: Jack Harlow that setup? Did you see Dolly Parton set up, buddy? They the, had, oh, they Jack, had Jack, Harlow Jack Harlow on a had like some, tag. some
3: blow up. I know, I know. Hey, they Jack Harlow had some blow up they could, things well, well, from well, frozen. Well, 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 well There are economic issues in, in 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 Detroit that don't necessarily exist in Texas. So I'm just, you know, that might have something to do with it. Money.
1: Well, they deserve. They deserve better than that. They did. They, they, did, deserve deserve better. Better than they that. did
3: deserve better. They did
1: deserve better. They could that. figure it out. But the NFL. NFL. I was excited NFL. for that. He like, sounded not, good, but not just fair.
2: aesthetically,
3: yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. Well, they didn't pay the money. <laughs> they didn't pay the money to make sure everything was right. They the am <laughs> aesthetically. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That looked like.
4: That looked like we're that's where Bunny Rabbit had his final his final uh rap off okay. or rap battle with Papa Doc. That's, that's what, right. That's how
3: I what. That's, that's what, how that's what, that's that's it is. You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> <You laughs> <laughs> in "Shelter." That's a mess up. But I know Detroit something about you. You <laughs> went to Cranbrook. That's <laughs> a private <laughs> <The> school. Private <laughs> school. What's <laughs> the matter, dog? You embarrassed? This guy's a gangster. His
0: real name's Clarence. His real name is Clarence.
3: Let's go.
1: Oh my god. Dolly hasn't changed. It's right. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Caram and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call one 800 DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Orlov's Key. We're going to take a look at today's special Black Friday game between the Dolphins and the Jets. A little AFC's action. Dan, what's the key?
2: We should get a segment built around Stephen A. Just like this one. Uh, the key is going to be the Jets' second level defense. Tua in this offense is so good at kind of creating voids between the secondary and the linebackers, and exploiting them. And if you don't have great discipline and really good eyes, you get these gashing holes of, Guys running from one side of the field to the other, and a five-yard completion becomes a 25, 30-yard completion. So how good the second level of their defense is with Tua's eyes and handling all the different motions that Miami throws at you are going to be a massive deal because we started to see a little crack in that defense last week with motion when it came to Buffalo's performance. No one motions more than Miami, so they're going to have to handle that when it comes to that group of people.
1: All right, Dan. We want to make folks some money. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Mainly my- Black Friday sales, Christmas shopping coming up. Let's go. Holiday shopping. All right. Sportsbook predictions. Dan, tell me this. Will a throw for more or less than 248 and a half yards against the Jets?
2: I'm going to say less urgency out of this Jets football team. They have his new quarterback. But less. this defense still is the one of the best units in all of football. And Miami's offense has been peaks and valleys for the last month or so. And it feels like this Jets defense maybe has a little bit of new life today just because of the quarterback change and maybe new hope. Then, again, the pass rush. Miami's offense is about get the ball, get the ball, get the ball. So it's not necessarily going to be conducive with this Jets defense. So I'm going to say less.
3: You're wrong. I could see two throwing for under 300, but throwing for over 250. I'm going to go to over. I'm going to take the over with the 248 and a half.
2: I bet you ten bucks. I, I just,
3: uh, well, no, we don't need that. You already because you won't pay. Um, you've already you've already lost enough money to me. I, the point is, I why I go, you want ten bucks? That's fine. Ten bucks. That's, fine. That's fine. Fine. No problem. To a tongue of a lower, throw for over 250 yards. I'm not saying 300, but he'll throw for over 250. That's
2: good. All right,
1: Danny boy. Will Lamar Jackson throw for more or less than 232 and a half against the Chargers.
2: More. He might. He might have that in the first, you know, half. That defense. No defense blows more coverage in the NFL than the Los Angeles Chargers. No Joey Bosa has been put in IR, and just the play action explosive element of this offense in Baltimore. I'm going to say more. Rest for this offense, a little bit of a break, and Lamar's throwing it as good as maybe he's ever thrown it to the different people that they have. This is an easy more for me. I
3: agree. There's nothing to say about that. Charges, uh, I mean it's amazing that Brandon Steele still has that job. I wanted you to go
2: against that. I was gonna update no, you.
3: The no, day. no. All
1: right. Definitely. Let's get to the guy someone says the most exciting right now in the NFL. Dan, will CJ Stroud throw for more or less than 271 and a half against the Jags? <sighs>
2: I'm going to say less. Um, I think that...
1: Seems like you're hesitant, though. Is this a tough one?
2: Because the kid's so stinking good. This is a tough one, but... CJ right now is going to start to get the Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar treatment, where defenses are just going to start playing so deep and force these little checkdowns. And will you be patient? And will you play boring football? And that was one of his interceptions last week versus Arizona. I want to see how he handles that. Like, that's... It's crazy to say that CJ is already getting that treatment. That's why I'll say less. How disciplined is he going to be in his decision making when it comes to just those check downs? It's going to go a long way today. Uh-huh.
3: I'll say C. less. CJ Stroud is throwing for over 271 yards because he's the man, they believe in him, and they are going to depend on his arm. They're going to go out there and unleash him. This no, is what I'm you expect it. them to do. This is what they're going to do. Whether or not that's going to be successful remains to be seen because Jacksonville is somebody to be reckoned with. But nevertheless, C.J. Stroud is going to get his. He's not being held to 271 yards or less. Ten
1: dollars? I like my money in my pocket.
3: And you going to pay up? So that's, that's $20. Have I ever not kept that's, my word? There's 20.
2: Well, he
1: won't. Whatever. He doesn't honor that,
2: that. There's. We have evidence. You're the Cowboys and I'm the 49ers. You know I'll pay my bets. I don't know that. We have evidence I don't know anything you, about yeah. it. When we, it have we have evidence. We have evidence. So
3: you're the person. Don't listen yeah. to Molly and her nonsense. <laughs> no, the no, truth. No, you who literally books a coach flight and then using some coupon or whatever whatever okay. it is that you, you use <laughs> to get up to first class. You,
2: you that know how many that? People you sound like it? such
1: an elitist. Do right? you know Please. how many people
2: overwhelmingly realized how smart that was by me?
3: I know they know it was smart. Nobody's questioning the intellect behind it. What we're saying is the intent. You were willing to cut corners and do whatever you could to save a buck instead of prioritizing putting your wife in first class. You're it wasn't for you. Situations. It was for your wife. Where where and you it. sat up there and you put that before just paying it Damn ticket to put your wife in first class. I
2: like how she you're being quiet instead of trying
3: to cut my manhood,
2: uh, un- un- like you did last time. She did.
1: Stan, don't do that after I have to go to break. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> you you know why I did that.
0: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two.